0: What's up, Pickle Pals? Week four, what an exciting week three. This is this is the best-looking, so this is an unprecedented slate of college football here for week four. And coming at you is two goofballs. One of us is in a closet. One of us is hiding in one as well, but he just doesn't know it. And we're here to talk about all the action this week. Bill, are you as excited as I am about this slate
1: yeah, I am. Um I'm glad you used that joke about me hiding in the closet twice now. Let's see if it plays better the second time. Uh last week's slate, uh tough. I it, you know, didn't like it at all. It was kinda hard, hard to get up for. Um this one though, I think we got a great one. There's a lot of games I like. I got a, I got I think the most picks I've ever given out. So um
0: should be a good show. I'm excited. I'm dancing over here in my closet. I like yeah. the, I like a lot of games this week, which usually tends to lead to disaster. But yeah. <laughs> not this year. We've, we are on the uptick. I went five hundred last week. I have just gone, you know, step by brick by brick, step by step building. You know, one one winner, two winner, three winner. This week, I'm looking for more. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. Uh, you want know, to talk about the IU game and all last week? We were there in person. Definitely, yeah,
1: yeah. We can talk about it. it was a uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions for that game. Um, good lord. I mean. IU looked like they've never played football before in the first half, and then came out and dominated the second half. Two different uh, teams. Yeah, Louisville looked good. Jake Plummer looked good. We have talked about him before on the pod. Uh, I mean, he was dropping dying balls out there, you know, 40-yard passes. Granted, there was nobody around the uh, Louisville wide receivers in the first half, so, you know, they had five yep. yards of space. But, uh, no, it was a really good game. Um, Louisville fans showed up, showed out. Uh, you know, it was, it was a packed stadium. And uh, One
0: guy in particular.
1: Yeah, one guy. One guy in
0: particular. uh Showed out, showed his ass. Yeah, on the he's, whole he's an game. asshole. Good lord. Yeah,
1: this guy's just yelling in our ear, yelling in our face, tapping me on the head when it ever Louisville did anything, and then uh, he didn't get out of his
0: seat the whole second half until IU got stopped on the one yard line to tie the game. I do, I enjoy living in the city. Almost all the Louisville fans that I know uh, have that I interact with on a day to day basis here are, you know, respectable. While around, but. There's some trash. Mean, there's, yeah, some, there's, there's a <laughs> trashy underbelly of fan for Louisville and Kentucky. I mean,
1: they're, they're, they're
0: bigger, but I mean, it's you got the ruralness over there. This is more like, and this guy was this guy's this a real guy piece of trash. Yeah, he's, he's a piece of work for he, sure. He an
1: asshole. But hey,
0: we still had fun.
1: Um, we did. You know, we whole him group. up at the
0: end. We got, we got, we got back. We couldn't really talk too much crap in the first half, but we got back at him and uh, ended up being an enjoyable game, even though yeah. we left broken hearted. Yeah. Well, um, hey, what were you expecting? We covered yeah, them. Yeah. why are you covered? As the saying goes, good teams good teams win, great teams cover. Um so good for them. Again, wanna plug all you know, we're on all all platforms again. Um, you know, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, however you enjoy your consuming your podcasts, we are available. The pickles are there for you to consume. So Take us in. Enjoy it. Uh, we're on Twitter at uh, SticksPicksCFB. Um, follow us on Twitter. We're posting pics on there. Um, also, if you want to email us, we are, we're launching a new, uh, I don't know, I guess it would be a segment or a new, I guess, wrinkle to the show that we'll be talking about uh, in the outro. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, definitely some interactions that can happen for suggestions in the uh you know sending us via email we'd really appreciate it all you pickle pals out there that listen to us weekly um yeah. you know if you want to help us out we'll get to that later um yeah you know i'm i'm on a roll will disastrous week last week so all right i went two and feel, three and i'm pretty had, good
1: i could have easily went four and one i i what missouri beat uh kansas state on a I 61 on the, yard I, field I, goal. I tried to
0: tell trying to tell you
1: Oh, you're trying to tell me that they're going to hit a 61-yard field goal with time winding down and taking it in overtime? But Kansas I Kansas they had could a good kicker. You
0: didn't ask could, about kicking.
1: Oh, Kansas State could have easily won it in overtime, covered. And then um, I guess Iowa's offensive coordinator, the coach's son, just has a vendetta against defenses this year. They're up 28, and then I think with like a minute and a half to go, they put in the backups, and he leads like a, a 70-yard you know, touchdown drive to put them over and – the 28 was there all day. I was like, okay, 28, they have the ball, they're going to kneel it down or run out the clock. No. They're they're charging up the field like it's freaking playoffs, and, you know, they got to score a touchdown to, you know, make it to the next <laughs> round. So uh, two plays there that, uh, you know, broke my heart. I could have easily went 4-1. Um, ended up
0: 2-3, but all good. Well, let's get on I'm to week three. About, I'm not bitter. <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> let's get on to week four here. Yeah. I mean we I th- this is I think I read a stat that this is the most uh games with you know both teams being ranked being played yeah. ever in September or something like that or for a while there's like five four or five games I uh, one I was counting them one one two three four five yeah there's five rank. there's five teams in the top twenty five playing each other that doesn't even include Florida State Clemson so yeah. like because Clemson's not ranked. Oops. Um, but uh, it's it's an incredible game. Um, I'm sure. I know I have a couple on here that I'm going to be watching. But I mean, there's the slate this week is like I said is is redonkulous. Do you have any anything to say about it, Will?
1: No, I'm just excited. Like I said, last week was. Uh, I mean. There's some games there I probably wouldn't have bet, but um, I didn't really like much. So I'm glad that this week, you know, both of us are seeing. I'm seeing the board pretty good. I think. I think you are as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that there's uh, uh, some good matchups this week. I found sure. my
0: reading glasses um, after week after week one, and uh, you know we're we're getting better. You know, it's there. Uh, I think my prescription's been a little off here in the first couple weeks and now you know we're dialing it in i'm 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 in like the exam room and just flipping down the lenses you know oh yeah yeah uh, one one or two one no no two two one one or two you know one of those type of deals so i'm uh feel yeah i'm feeling good um let's just get into the picks bill why don't yeah. you uh do you have any any thursday or friday night games that are on your slate yeah i feel like
1: i feel like uh obligated I had to do one um so i'm going with the air force san jose state game I'm taking air force minus four and a half here um the line's been coming down i think it originally started at six i want to say or six and a half um mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. been trickling down towards san jose state was a little scary um san jose state San Jose State can throw the ball. Um, Quarterback. I actually really like their quarterback. They're kind of a fun team to watch if you ever uh, get stuck down the uh, rabbit hole of San Jose State football, but they're actually a fun team to watch. They they can score the ball, uh, but Air Force has the number one defense in the country. Um, Granted, Air Force hasn't played the most top-notch of talent. This will probably be the most high-powered offense that they're going to play against. Um, but either way, I think Air Force is going to be able to shut them down. And surprisingly, as a, as a service academy, Air Force can score the damn ball. These guys are putting up over 40 twice this year, so um, I, I think they're going to keep on the ground like they do. They run the ball 93% of the time, so of course they're going to run the ball. Um, but it's just going to be ground and pound all day. Um, I, I think they're going to be able to handle business. I think if they get a few turnovers from San Jose State's quarterback, they love to throw the ball. Um, they're throwing the ball about six. Sixty percent of the time, I think a couple picks are, are inevitable for San Jose State, and I think that's going to be to their detriment um, as far as the spread goes. Get turnovers, run the ball, run out the clock, get up a touchdown, stay up a touchdown. That's kind of how I'm seeing this game. So um, I'm taking Air Force minus four and a half for my first pick.
0: I uh, I have a Thursday night ga- I have a Thursday night pick, um, but I'm also on Air Force this week. Um, I like them; their defense is really good, uh, and this is just I think a good matchup for them on uh you know this is a a San Jose State team that lost a lot on defense they do have I do like their quarterback Cordero who uh came over from Hawaii um was about the only thing good on offense for Hawaii a few years ago um dual threat kind of guy but um Air Force has owned this the last 10 games or the last 5 games I should say um their records 4 and 1 against San Jose State now they haven't covered very. the last 3 games they haven't covered but the spreads have been pretty crazy so like uh last year they lost 17 to 6 the year before that they beat them 41 24 but the spread was 19 and a half and yeah. then the year before that uh they beat them 41 to 38 um but the spread was 11 and a half so yeah um this is a smaller spread yeah i had the same i had the same kind of concerns but i don't i think I think with three games under the belt for the new weapon, the new quarterback, the new weapons for Air Force, they have a really experienced offensive line. They bring back four, uh, like I said last week, they bring back four starters yep. along the offensive line, and their defense is really good. So I think they can limit the scoring from San Jose State and then ball control. You know, you get up seven, get up, you don't even need seven points, just six, you know, two field goals, and then, you know, limit the San Jose State getting in the end zone. Yeah, um, right there. I like it. It's a late night, Friday night game. You know, have a couple cocktails in you, uh, sit back. You're watch a foosball. Watch a little foosball while you go to bed. I'll be at a wedding,
1: so I will be pulling out my phone on the dance floor, casually checking
0: scores. So, uh, but hey, got to do what you got to do. Classic, classic. I'm going to yep. go to my Thursday night game then real quick. It should be a fun one. Uh, I think there's only one Thursday night game. I think it's Coastal uh, Carolina yep. versus Georgia State. And Correct. I am taking the over in this game. Um over is 62 and a half so high but both of these teams have pretty good offenses and horrendous defenses <laughs> um looking at the matchup here uh the Georgia State my claim to fame is that I know all the I think they're the Jaguars no okay. uh, Panthers Panthers, there Panthers. You go. um I cheated but uh they are if you look at their stats uh, Georgia State has the, you know, ranked 11th in the country in rushing. They are uh, riding the ball at 240 yards a game. Um, when you compare that to the defense of Coastal Carolina, they are ranked uh, the 101st team in rushing defense so far this year. And they haven't played a murderer's row of, of um, rushing 14, attacks either. Yeah. So, um, and you flip that for Coastal's offense um, versus Georgia State's defense, Um Coastal ranks 50th in the country in passing, and uh, Georgia State's defense they rank 125th in passing defense. Who is you know been, I mean, they're going to have to build a statue for that guy uh, yeah. there at Coastal um, at quarterback. So he you know even though they lost their cor- their coach Jimmy Caldwell, I mean that you know McCall, the the offense was kind of built around him. So you know. I think there's going to be points galore in this game on Thursday night. So if you want to take a break from NFL and watch some wacky football, wacky Sunbelt football. There you take go. Take a take a gander. Go take take a take a walk down to Conway, South Carolina and check out the, the Shants versus the Panthers. What a drop there.
1: All right, cool. I like that pick. I d I didn't look at the total, I looked at the spread a little bit. Um you Gotta and, look at all the lines, Bill. Yep, I know, I know Good pick. All right, um, so my second pick, I'm going to the Clemson-Florida State game. Yes. And I am taking the over 55 and a half there. Um, so I think Clemson's offense is heating up the right time. Uh, first week against Duke, they looked horrendous. The last couple of weeks, granted, they're not playing the best competition, but they put up points, as they should. I think they scored 66 last week or the week before, um, and then 45 points of whatever, you know, the opposite game there. So they're, they're at least putting up points. Uh, Florida State's averaging 47 points. Um, and also FSU stinks on defense. Uh, they're like plus. I think they're like I think they're like one hundred and first in um, in total defense right now. Uh, Clemson is ranked in the top 20 in defense. But, um, you know, Florida State's powerhouse. I think they were in a big look ahead spot last week. They didn't show up. Uh, Travis got hurt. He didn't play for a whole you know a quarter and a half. Uh, came once he did come back. hurt His hand came back from a hand injury. Threw two touchdowns. So um, I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm predicting this somewhere in the uh, mid upper 30s. So I'm taking the Clemson Florida State over 55 and a half. Both teams can score. Florida's defense stinks. It's at home. I can see Clemson just running this up too. It's at, uh, it's at, it's at home for Clemson. Correct. Uh, so I can see I can see Clemson run this up, getting in the 40s, and maybe you know maybe Florida State has a has a bad game. They put up 28. Instead of you know thirty five or something like that. So um, like I said, Clemson's heating up in the right direction. I think Florida State was in a lookhead spot last week. I, I don't think they come out and play that bad again. Um, and uh, I'm expecting a lot of points here. So I'm taking
0: the over fifty five and a half. I'm gonna stay on that game. I'm gonna take. I'm taking Clemson money line. I think the spot the spot here for the Tigers for all the things you just said um, is is really good. I think so. You talk about the offense for Clemson. They are they were implementing a new offense uh, week one, uh, you know, with the with the coordinator coming over from TCU uh, against a what we what we found out is a pretty good Duke team. Yeah, Duke. So uh, against and against a defensive coach that knows how to game plan. I uh, think it's their first time out right. And if you and you remember the game, they fumbled twice at the goal line. You know, if they don't if yeah. they don't you know if they punch that in that Within that's a completely really different yeah yeah that's that's a completely different ball game. Um, they they may not cover the number that I think they were like a double digit favorite, but they could yeah. still potentially win that game, you know escape Raleigh, um, you know and, and still be you know lauded lauded higher there. And if you look think back to the Florida State game, LSU had a lot of similar miscues on the goal line going into score against Florida State. That game may turn out different if you know LSU converts on their chances. For so sure. you know I think it's kind of something where yeah you're right like maybe. Maybe Florida State was is kind of coming down to earth a little bit, and Clemson's kind of bouncing back up as they get. Yeah, you look at the um, the last few games for Clemson; they have re, you know they have been you know, they haven't been playing you know anybody to you know that's going to put up much of a uh, much of a fight on defense. But the they have been putting you know it's been getting, getting reps on the offense. So I think this is a a really good, and it's it's at at Death Valley the the fact that it's at home. And Clemson has owned this rivalry, um, the last few they're seven and three in the last ten. I believe they've won five straight. And they've yeah. and they've covered uh the last they're seven and three against the spread. They've covered they've covered uh the last three times in a row. So uh it's a small dog. I think it opened. the line opened at um let me look here. So it looked like it opened at two and a half. So, I mean, that's – I think that's pretty telling right there is that it's, uh you know, it actually opened at, at Florida State as an underdog, which is wow. pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, which might be a mistake, but I don't know. Um, but I just think the spot here is great. You get a small value on the money line with Clemson, which – so that would put it at um, – you're gonna at plus 112 all right now in the book. So – yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to in Florida
1: State, I've had Florida State going deep this year. Um, they've looked a little shaky <laughs> as of recent. Um, yeah, so I don't mind clemson money line there. Good pick.
0: But if they win this game if Florida State wins this game, I think they are a unless there's always A C C there's always a chance that the top teams slip up against some, you know, some dumb team that they don't need yeah. to be slipping up against. Um, but I really like that. that, that we're kind of playing both sides here. Cause you know, if you pick, you take Clemson and they win, you win that week, but you know, you still got the future on FSU. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh,
1: I'm going to my third pick. I'm going to the Colorado Oregon game and I am taking the Buffaloes plus 21 here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, Colorado, I mean, it was what it was national game of the week, pretty much last week uh, against Colorado state. Um, Hunters out, which is going to be massive for them. But, again, I think Colorado was in a look-ahead spot. Much like uh, Florida State was, they didn't play their best game, um, went into overtime, and Shador had to lead them on a, what, like a 95-yard touchdown drive to pretty much win the game. So um, I I do think – and whenever you're getting 20-plus points for Colorado, um, you know, like TCU, I'm down on TCU, but, you know, they came back – Moneyline won that game – uh, this is going to be a tough game for Colorado, I'm not going to lie. O- Oregon's solid on defense. or top-ten defense in the country. They can score the ball as well. Uh, but Colorado offense is great. What's crazy here is the over-under for this game is 70-and-a-half. So that's saying that, you know, that's still allowing – that's saying that Oregon's essentially going to put up, and, you know, <laughs> I don't see that happening. So, um, you know, w- with that spread, with that total, I don't see Oregon putting 50 points up. I don't see um, – Colorado losing by more than 21. I mean, I don't think they win the game outright, but um, 21 points is a lot for me here in this yep. spot. I know it's on the road, um, but I think Colorado gets dialed back in. I think they're going to drop some different stuff with Hunter being out. They're going to have to get a little more creative uh, since they lost that weapon. Uh, so for that reason, I'm taking Colorado plus 21 here.
0: I, I've i looked at this game as well. I think this is a real trouble spot for the buffs here. Um, I almost... I. I the Oregon is probably going to be a pickle chip for me. Um, the 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 spot there is is tough for them. You know, three games of this offense. On you know, I think TCU obviously got surprised by what kind, by what the offense was going to be able to run, uh, or what kind of offense they were going to come out and run. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they got surprised by how good Shadur Shadur was and Travis Hunter and all that stuff. So, um, you know, they still put up they still put up forty two points on that on that uh Colorado defense. So that defense isn't, you know, some sort of juggernaut. And you know, Dan Lannings is a defensive coach for Oregon. You know, he's got three games of tape that he can look to. And yeah. he saw what you know you saw Colorado State be able to, you know, stop stop Colorado on defense and they're not some juggernaut on offense as well. Yeah. So and you lose Hunter um for this game who, you know, plays both ways. Such an important part of that. Uh, that team as a leader and, you know, on the defensive side of the league, you know, shuts down one half of the f- uh, one side of the field on defense and is also a, a key target for uh, Shadur. Um, and their offensive line kind of stinks. Yeah. So, Colorado's
1: defense is going to have to figure out a way to, to be better this week. They've looked, they've looked shaky the last, actually, almost every game. They've got yeah. large points every game. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have to figure out a way to do something different here. Yeah. Um, I kind of – with Hunter being out, I mean, he has a great point. He does shut down one half of the field. But I, I just – I think Colorado finds a way. Uh, their tight end looked amazing last week. He got seven catches for, like, almost oh, like 90 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, he has other options out there.
0: Um, I think Yeah, other, they have other good receivers too. For so. sure, yeah. And, and the number is kind of what scares me. Like, 21, you're right, is a lot. So twenty-one's um, a lot that's,
1: with a 70-point over-under. Yeah. So, that, so that's, that's just implying that Oregon's going to score a shit ton, which
0: I don't – they could, I, but yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, I I get you, and yeah. um, I that's the reason why I'm not. That's not one. They're not one of my plays. I'm just a little yeah, chip. Fair enough. A little. If you need some action, want to lean, you can go it, or you can take your play there. I I, I don't hate it. Right. Um, my next pick in the noon slate is. There's not really many, very many stats to back this up. This is just purely the spot riding emotion. Yep. Cincinnati Bearcats plus 14.5 against Oklahoma. Their first Big 12 game of their lives (laughs) at home uh, against the number 16th ranked Sooners. Uh, Sooners looked a little shaky against uh, SMU. He only put up 28 points. I think he only gave up 11. Um, This is just, you know, Satterfield's been decent as a coach in an underdog spot. Uh there's no records to go off of in terms of you know, they these two teams haven't played each other. Um, so there's really not a lot of familiarity. Uh set, you know, they're Cincinnati's running a completely different offense than what yep. they ran last year. Yep. Um so, you know, I think this is just something where, you know, with especially with the hook at fourteen, you know, I think that's that's just your you're going to um uh, Nipper is never an easy place to play. You have an experienced quarterback there for uh Cincinnati and Emory Jones. I didn't say he was good, I said he was experienced, but just, you know <laughs> He's out know of field. and then and Oklahoma does too. I I really like uh Gabriel what's do you know Gabriel's first name? No. It's actually Gabriel. It's Gabriel Gabriel. Um it's not what a name but uh <laughs> yeah no it's not I don't remember his first name. Um but I really like him as their quarterback too but I just think you know this is a, a an area or a game that Cincinnati can Keep it close. Fair enough.
1: All right. I haven't looked at Cincinnati at all this year, so if that shows you anything.
0: Well, they I they had to pick against them in uh, the Pittsburgh game, and they beat Pittsburgh outright as a a pretty decent underdog. Um yeah. But I just think that's because Pittsburgh stinks. Yeah, it's fair. Um. All right.
1: I I going back and forth on whether to take this as my. Um, hot pickle or just a straight up pick, but I'm just gonna do as a straight up pick. So, I'm gonna go to the Washington State Oregon State game, and I'm taking Washington State money line, baby. So, um, I think right against now they're beefs? against the Beeves, I know. Uh, Oregon State solid, don't get me wrong there. Uh, but Washington State can score the damn ball. Um, so at home, I think what was it two weeks ago against Wisconsin, the ha- business and they handle business big. Uh, I don't think Wisconsin's all cracked up, you know, what everyone thought they'd be, but they're still a solid team. Uh, Oregon State's definitely a better team, but, uh, Washington State's quarterback, Cameron Ward, absolute dog. Almost has 1,000 yards throwing right now. Uh, nine touchdowns. He can do it on the ground as well. Um, Oregon State does have a stout defense, uh, but I just don't think they're going to be able to score the ball the way Washington State can. Um, also, I think Washington State's crowd's going to get up for this one pretty big. Uh, I think if they win this, uh, Washington State becomes uh, top 12, top 10, even team in the nation here. Massive game for them. Um, so I think they're going to be able to put together. Oregon State. Yeah, Ongo Lele, whatever. He's had a solid year. Um, Cameron Ward's dominating right now in almost every stat category. Um, and uh, Cameron Ward is actually leading the team in rushing, too. So um, keep that on the uh, on the radar. So uh, they're dynamic. Um, big wide receivers in Washington State. Oregon State's secondary, not the greatest. Uh, so I think they're going to be able to get it done through the year. Like I said, most of them being at home and this being a massive, massive game for Washington State, I think they'll be able to get it done. And the fact that they're only a three-point underdog – you know, I think this says a little bit. So, uh, I'm taking the money line here, at Washington State.
0: Yeah, huge, um, huge game in the Pac-12. I did not have this being um, as big of a game it was in my preseason um, win totals for Oregon State. Uh, I love the Beavs. I'm high on them this year. I think they are a dark horse to win the Pac-12. I kind of wish I would have put the um, some money on them. Did I put some money on them for the for a future bet? I think so. Yeah, I have to go back and check, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I like him as my dark horse. But um uh yeah, so I, I but yeah, this is a trouble spot. Um the Palouse is is wild, and uh I definitely didn't wanna I hope they make it out of there with a win, but you know, it's it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Uh good pick. I am going to stay in the well not really stay, but I'm going to the Big Ten. And I am Gonna be fading the Michigan State Spartans, maybe all the rest of the season. And I'm taking Maryland minus seven and a half. Um, now I don't necessarily think Maryland's that great of a team, that yeah. you know, a powerful team, but they can score the ball. Uh, yes. Talia Tugavaloa uh, is dynamite. Yep. Um, Henry, their running back's good. They've got they Loxley, some always recruits well with weapons there. They I know they had to re- replace a lot on their um, on their offense in terms of their like receivers and, and threats like that, but you know they put up 42 against Virginia. They've, they've scored the ball well, and Michigan State just came off of the worst defensive effort they gave. Um, now that Mel Tucker's gone, they gave up over 700 yards of total offense through Washington last week. Yeah, um, I don't know how much life they have there's, there's left in this program. This is a really weird scandal and, and kind of black cloud that's hanging over that program. Um, so, you know, you come off that embarrassment. So they make I could see them trying to get pick themselves back up off the mat and you know show some pride, but uh, I also could see them also just you know once they once they get punched the fa- punch to the face just like rolling over dead. So yeah, I um, I looked at that game too. I I I think the spread's a little bit of a overreaction to last game. I mean they looked bad
1: last week. I mean yeah, you know they looked awful. But um, you know I, seven and a half points is a lot. They aren't home there. Uh, I shouldn't say it's a lot, but We'll see. Yeah, can they get up off the mat here? Can they they fight back?
0: Yeah, you know. There's also, you know, if you if you're following along on the, you know, where how many how many bets are being placed and where if you're following like the money, the if I can find this right now, there's about a 23 percent discrepancy on the amount of you know there's a lot of people placing bets on Maryland. 72 percent of the bets uh, that have been placed in this game are on Maryland, but almost almost. All, of the money is of all the money is on maryland yeah. 95 of the money is uh on maryland so a lot of the big money that's getting laid is is being on maryland so fair enough uh, you know there's been a couple you know line movements through the sharp sharps being played or sharp sharp plays on there too not a ton yeah. so take that for what you will but yeah i like the terps